This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Okay. Hello, guys. How Hello. are we doing? It was a very dramatic intro. Thank you. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only ones I know how to make. Um, this is our first pod back in the office. We've been mobile. Um, you did that last one from your car. <laughs> yes, and it definitely sounds like that, too. It does. Did you guys listen to it at all? I did. Man, I did not. I'm sorry. We were, we were recording it just like, yeah, last time we did it in the car was fine, but we were in a bigger car and i think like a lot more soundproofing in that car Did you have microphones yeah we had mics <laughs> we had mics and everything it definitely sounded like your phone <laughs> no yeah we had the zoom set up with mics it just uh, it did not come through as such look i think i'm getting multiple can i be on that one too you can i'm probably gonna cut okay. one of those tracks but. <laughs> <laughs> anyways um if you did listen to last episode thank you for continuing to <laughs> <Definitely>. listen <laughs> Oh, hey, my kids are on the podcast. What is <laughs> up? Hey. We're going to, I'm going to exit out of this one. I'm going to take them back in their room. That's Do you guys cool. want to talk on the podcast? Say hey. Hey. Say hey. Hey. <laughs> Keeping that. My kids yeah, are working <laughs> at the office today. My wife had a <laughs> appointment. Yeah, you And the are. joys of not having a babysitter right now. You got to like just, oh yeah, we'll drop them off at dad's office. What's up, dude? I think it's uh, the edition the podcast has been waiting for. It is. It's what we've needed. Hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's good. We'll keep it in. All right. Oh, and I'll be in there a little bit. They can hang out. Oh, listen. Listen, okay? Okay. Yeah. Let's continue. For sure. Um, so we, we're wait, pulling wait, up wait. an old topic, an old one, but a good one. Um, we want to go through some four tips to improve your marketing if Ooh. you are a SaaS company. Yeah, I like that. I'm glad you like that. Sam, you didn't tell me how much you liked it or didn't like it. Can you let me know, please? Do you like that topic? Do you like the topic? I love it. Oh, he loves it. Are you going to stay with like or do you want to beat love? I got to have it. Oh, he's got to have it, Sam. (laughs) It's my lifeblood. Okay. So let's get right into it, guys. This first tip is about moving your SaaS marketing to the freemium model. Yeah. I like so this one. I think to get into it, let's talk about some of the models that people might be stuck in that they should. They're the people who need to be like listening to this tip, right? So, yeah. do you have any off the top of your head of like, well, obviously, not giving people a trial of your product, right? Yeah, there's uh, a lot of a lot of companies are so scared of giving away their product for free, and I get it. Some some products are intense like we we have a lot of clients that do like enterprise level software and every every version of that software is custom or unique to them sure or like a big onboarding process yeah. right yeah. yeah and it's it's very difficult to just say oh here's a free product because if they don't actually have that onboarding no one's ever going to buy it um, but a number of products do a number of softwares do or maybe there's a, a way to have that as like a guided onboarding or something to do yeah. that um, do you think there's value in creating a version of your product that you can give away for free? Like if you're someone who needs like a day of onboarding for your product or whatever, and that's why you don't have it, uh, is that a workaround or do you have any other workarounds? My recommendation is to find a feature of your product that people just can't live without Ooh, I like that. and give that portion of it away for free. 
That's a great uh, workaround. I would go with video demos too, where you're having an expert walk through it, where they can show you like, this is what you're looking for and this is how it does it. Because like you said, with onboarding processes, you can think a software is garbage. Mm-hmm just because you don't know what you're doing. Right, you download it and it's so intimidating. You're like, well, I'm never using this. <laughs> That's yeah. a great point. I would, go, I, would, I would definitely look at the different elements that need those videos and need those things and see what product or what feature of the product can we give away that the legal team will allow us to give away for mm-hmm. free in the freemium model and, and gate all the rest of it. I think HubSpot does a really good job of this. Like when HubSpot released their CRM, they made the CRM completely free mm-hmm. and it was like, well, duh, why would I pay hundreds of dollars a month for something that I could just have for free? Like I'm not going to go to a competitor cause I want their free version. And since then HubSpot's realized what an introduction that is to buying the rest of their products that they have, free versions of their marketing suite, their sales suite, and so on. Yeah, so, that's a great example. Yeah, that's right where my smart. head went, too, when you mentioned that idea. Yeah, I, I was just on a client's portal today, and I needed to do a workflow, and it said, oh, you need to upgrade to Enterprise. They had already had it, but I just didn't have access to it. Yeah. And it, it like, gave you that notification right, right away, like, oh, you want to do a workflow? Oh, you, you're going to need to upgrade yeah. to Enterprise. And I was like, oh, I need Enterprise. <laughs> I think there's a there's a couple ways to do that. So if you give away portions of your product for free, let people opt in for trials of additional portions of the product. That'd be really cool. So like inside HubSpot, for example, you can start a sales starter uh, trial if you're but you're using the free tools, but they'll let you try the other one for like 14 days or something. Yeah. So what do you see any pros and cons of giving them the full thing, but for a limited amount of time, like a week or a two week trial, versus watering it down and then they just have full access until they're ready to upgrade uh, is it like a know. use by use scenario i mean obviously probably there's, there's some that cater i'm sure someone's done others. a study of this like a case study yeah. of what converts better i have it i don't know it's it's hard to say right um i would i mean if we're if th- it's a made-up company we're talking about right now right make so, it up Larry. so let's do both right let's, let's do both you always have a free version maybe after a couple weeks where they're using that you can send an email hey want to try the full product for two weeks and then i'd say yes uh-huh and then they love it so much that they buy it <laughs> boom we're millionaires great great Same, would you model. buy it would you buy our product if it's great yeah yeah, yeah you would well it is great um i think <laughs> did you not hear the promo <laughs> i heard it it sounds like it's great it it's great awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you can go find us at it's great.io <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. I think mobile games do it pretty well where you can you can get rid of all these ads oh, if you dude. pay for the free the full version. Dude, I love the in app purchases idea. I want to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you can do that for a software, that's awesome. As a as a <laughs> let's shift that into our marketing agency thing. Like, oh, <laughs> an additional social post this week. Absolutely. <laughs> you can do that right in our app. Yeah. In the like, app itself. Like Call of Duty supply drops. Yeah. <laughs> marketing version. <laughs> Not nearly as exciting. I think it, uh, from a marketing perspective, if um, you look at like trailers for movies, they never show like the shitty part of movies in a trailer. It's <laughs> no. not like, look how crappy this movie looks. They'll, they'll give away, like for a comedy, they'll give away the funniest the parts of parts. the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if the rest of the movie is just okay, because you were going to go see it based off of that. You see all the punchlines in the trailer, yeah. <laughs> then you're like, "Oh, the rest." But of you, is kind of how many times has that happened to you? And I think that's a great like point. You mm-hmm. know, 
maybe you should be sh- putting your best foot forward because it, if people don't get your app and like right away know the best things they can do with it, what are the chances they're going to keep using it? Probably yeah. not as likely as you'd hope. Yeah, I think that is one logical way, Larry. Yep. Good job, guys. Good chat. Should that just be the pod? <laughs> or do you want to get and into another done. stop? Let's go. I, I believe you said we had four logical we ways. We had four logical ways. <laughs> Let's go three more logical ways. And one illogical way. So I think <laughs> Sam already had a good answer to this one, but the next tip is going to be offer top of funnel content. And I think you nailed it on the head. This is where I would preach for days is that educational content videos on how to use the software or use cases or testimonials or as much content you can about the software or success cases around the software. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk more on it of like some, some of the good ones you've seen recently or. I, I can't think of anything specific, but I, we've had clients that do really good demo videos, sometimes in FAQ sections. And I think it really, elevates your software to a point where you can see that the team cares and you know there's a value behind the product that they're standing behind if they're willing to take the time to make these awesome videos and then you can see that this this software can actually solve the problem that you're having without fully committing to getting to it i think there's a lot of value there sure and i do see uh some people could be listening to this and think some of these offers are a little more bottom of funnel Um, I'd argue that, yes, you're correct. But at the same time, if you are really working on, if we stay in the video world of this, you're like a YouTube channel building it up. That's still, I'd I'd consider that top of funnel. Even if it is a product demo, it's still, you're not sending it to people who are further down your funnel. Mm -hmm. It's people finding it organically. You have, uh, far more people visiting your website at that high level Mm -hmm. than you do at the, at the bottom level, which is why you only get two, three, four, five percent conversions of a bottom of funnel form, but like where's the rest of the ninety eight percent of the people? They're living on that top of funnel portion. Yeah, so they're doing their research. More. They're looking alive. They just <laughs> they just, you know, looking for that top of funnel content. <laughs> and I I I'll vouch to that and I, I'll put it into terms with us. No Get one it. comes to our site when everything's going a okay with their marketing. There's some That's problem true. they're trying to fix. Yeah. So if these people are coming to your website, they probably got there by searching, how do I do this? How can I yeah. make this easier? And then they come to your and site. And hopefully you had content prepared. <laughs> and for, hopefully yeah. there's content Giving there an answer, where you're right? ranking pretty high on Google searches. And and then they see that this this content does answer my problem. Like I have a terrible CRM because I can't do this through it. Oh, this one does it. I need this now. Mm-hmm. And you can that's add a, a lot of point. value there. That I n- think that's a great exercise people could do. If you're not producing any content, it doesn't even have to be video. It could be blogs. It could be a, you know, a checklist or a guide. But do what Sam just said. Think of your product, what it solves, and say, how do I, pl- how do I find a solution for this? And then write about why you're the solution for that or a solution for that in, as it relates to your business. There's your first piece of content. For right sure. There. That's a good piece of content. <laughs> um, I love it. What do we any anything else before we move on? Um no, I feel pretty good about that. Okay, how do you feel about it, Sam? I'll give it a solid six out of ten. What? Okay. <laughs> what do we need You're to do obviously to get you leaving up to something a 10? on the table. What are you keeping that's hidden t- that we don't know about, Sam? 
I don't know. I'll, I'll take it up to an eight. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> just, just to avoid that. I'd, I'd go with eight because <laughs> obviously we could talk for days just on each one of these subjects, but there's only only so much time, people. Okay, so moving right along, we're going to talk about this third step, and it's triggering that follow-up. Number three. So let's walk them through. How do, how did we get here, right? They've... They've converted to the point of signing up for your trial. Maybe they've been using it for a couple of days. How do you turn that person into a customer? Mm. What do we think? What about, uh, thanks for the free trial. Here's a special offer because you signed up that you can get an entry-level price for our product for X oh. amount of months. Boom. There's a good campaign. I like that. I could veer off from this. I don't know. Like I, I could veer off from our our topic onto some other cool stuff. Maybe I should just, should just wing it. You got a brain dump. Yeah. Yeah. Because (laughs) I feel like, especially, uh, I've seen this with a couple of clients in the past when you know that people who start a free trial, um, that there are absolutely things that they have to do in order to become a paid customer. It's really cool to, track that information so maybe this is like maybe i'm jumping ahead no i think it's your it sounds like you're filling in the blank that we kind of skipped almost yeah yeah so when you when you have a uh, free trial and you know um let's say uh part part one is no one's going to use this product if they don't enter their aws credentials or something Mm. or their hubspot id or whatever it might be if we know that's not done, we know they're not going to buy because that's critical to using our product. So that's step one. Kind of like if you know someone's buying a HubSpot website and they don't ever point their domain to HubSpot, they're never going to use the HubSpot website. So mm. step one, fix your domains. Um, so if you can track that that has or has not been done, you can then send them information that says, hey, Sam, it looks like you haven't effectively done X. Would you like some help? And then you send them a, kind uh, of further drawing them into your ecosystem. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Bring them in. Bring you them can in. Kind of probably pace out that too over. Let's say you have a 30 day trial, you know, day five, you don't have this information. Let's try to get it. Yeah. You got that. What's that next step? And it could all be part of a workflow if you're using that. Right. Exactly. It could just be, let's say you need, let's dumb it down and say you need their name, their phone number and whatever. So week yeah. five, you need their name. Otherwise, you know, they won't convert. <coughs> you send you could go in and say, you know, was step one completed? Yes or no. Yeah. And then send this email or don't send this email. Yes. Boom. I think we can have a good reference for that. We won't say the name of the company, but we were in talks with them and they had to pause business negotiations because of a move that they had coming up. Mm-hmm. And I think they do a really good job of it where they're monitoring your process inside the app and they can see that you've you've done these actions and then that triggers yeah. a follow-up sequence with them. So it's letting you know these steps that you need to take for success through a drip campaign that is triggered by your actions inside the app. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's probably a lot of work to do on a back end to it, but I think there's a lot of value and it will add to customers getting the most out of your free trials where they're like, oh, okay, this is why I need this. Instead of like, yeah, I, I thumbed through it for a minute and I, I don't really see the value, so I'm, I'm not going to continue. <laughs> so that kind of gave me idea, like let's say the main thing you need is payment information. Yeah. And you're doing a 30-day trial. Mm-hmm. Maybe the idea is you give them that 14-day trial up top 
no payment information needed. That might even solve some people who are deterred from signing up in the first place because they can get right into it. Mm-hmm. But then like an ex- I like an extended free trial. Yeah. Hey, sign up now and we're going to extend your free trial another 15 days. And then you'll be charged at the end of the month if you want to continue. Yeah. So there's another way to keep that moving. I do like the required payment information. Definitely. It's easier to keep. If you require payment information, they have to then opt out. Right. They don't. It's like it just this will automatically convert if you don't opt out. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. That, let's talk about that for a second. Is that like yeah. a endless struggle? Because like you're never going to get people to try if they're like dead set on never giving you that information. But at the same time, you want to have that information yeah. so they can be a customer. So yeah. it's like. I think you get much better candidates of trials that if are you more likely payments. to purchase if they're more, if they're willing to give that information up front, then they're more willing to become customers eventually. Mm-hmm. Where the people that are just kicking tires and like want to see so what it's all about. Are you about. saying? I mean, that's a great point. Is it a good way to weed out some people who may never become customers? Right. Yeah. They. Yeah. If they're not willing to start a free trial and try the product for free, you're going to need to have someone proactively going after them in a sales process to get them to sign up. And you know what? If only you know your product, right? So if you know your stats of like 75% people will give you that or 15% won't, whatever it is. No, <laughs> my brain stopped working. Oh, I no. had something to say too. Oh, Larry, he just I'll stopped. leave this in and I'll just admit defeat. But uh, Larry, <laughs> Larry was like rolling. I in had something like, so good. Blah. It was actually the best thing I was ever going to say on the podcast too. And it was going to make people millions of dollars. Oh, dang. Sorry, dang. Guys. Better tune in next week. <laughs> oh, no, I remember. Oh, okay. he's back. So I was saying you can build out a workflow that does that. If people don't give you that payment off top, Maybe you wait a couple weeks and you have a workflow built that says, hey, we'll actually give you the free trial without payment info. Absolutely. And then you can learn, you can watch, you can look at the analytics and shape a whole funnel for people getting into your product. Are Mm -hmm. you saying like someone that started the sign-up process saw the payment and was like, ah. Exactly. If you have that track, you could be like, you know they were that much interested. Let's see if that was that one thing holding them back. Maybe they just didn't want to give payment information. I like it. And I I think you might see that a lot from... Maybe not decision makers at companies that are like, I want to see if this is a better pro- product for us, mm-hmm. but I can't spend my company's money without permission, but I would love this free trial. And so they get to that point like, oh, no, I, I can't spend the money. Like, yeah, see ya. Well, that that's the last point that I'm reading here, which is good. And it's making that transaction simple, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have to then go through a sales process after using a trial, that might deter a lot of people. But if you've already done that and it's a seamless transition, you probably have a customer for a lot longer. Yeah, I've seen it successfully with um, some other clients that we've we've worked through where they have a really complex product and they can't just give away a free trial because no one would understand it on the back end. Maybe that's their own problem. They need to simplify their shit. But... um, (laughs) A solution was, I know we've talked about like this webinar strategy before. The solution to that is give away a free trial, but only give it away at specific times or require you to give away the free trial in the sales process because you do have to have somebody guiding in that situation. So like you could have a webinar and say, we're doing 20 free trials. Have to have a phone call to walk you through the free trial on how to use a product, how to get it set up appropriately so you actually get value out of it. But um, That's a good way to step your in the door too if you don't already do a free 
trial process, yeah. you can kind of be like, oh, well, this is actually working. We should keep yeah. doing this all the time. <laughs> I love it. Um, and it, it's kind of similar to this fourth step, and it's match the UI UX of your product, Ooh. which is huge. And like before we, we get into that, you're going to dab? Oh, he did it. <laughs> and it was to all the haters, he said. <laughs> um, something interesting I see, I know we've had a client uh, maybe a year ago, um, where their name was different from their app. Not only oh, did yeah. that website that. not match the app, but their name was different from their app. That's a tough one. Why would it's, you do that? It's tough. I mean, like, unless you have, like, the thought of, like, oh, well, I'm going to be building eight apps or something. Yeah. That's the only thing. But they I were still, it, it, don't brand your company and, uh, like, know. as your product. Like, what the heck? I mean, and they're, th- what's crazy is they're still getting like okay traffic and like decent. It's working for yeah. them. But imagine if it was just the name of the app that people, people know were them from the for. app. Right. Make the website about the app, not yes. about the company that built the app. A hundred percent. When you go to Chase, do you like search for J.P. Morgan and Company? <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to go to Chase and check no, my bank I'm, statements. I'm Chase. <laughs> you don't want to chase what you're looking for oh snap and i would drop this mic if it wasn't so securely attached yeah larry (laughs) tightened his mic before the podcast uh i think this topic is um very special to me about design because i can't stand it when um you have a cool marketing experience and then you enter into the app and it sucks it's such a (laughs) letdown you felt like it's like the you were sold something that you didn't end up getting I've seen it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, and it might be someone who just, you know, hired a great website agency and like got this sweet new site built that is now out performing the actual app itself Mm -hmm. when some of the self care should be the product itself. Yeah. Not that both aren't extremely important, but they, they should be cohesive Mm -hmm. to the the majority of it. Yeah. Your app should look like your website and vice versa. Mm hmm. And uh, it's easy, whichever one you go through a rebranding of first, just make sure that you get like the the styling or like a lookbook or like the collateral from it. So, oh, these buttons have a five pixel radius, then make sure the buttons have the five pixel radius. That easy of just ironing out like when you're, if you're, whatever your next rebuild is, just know everything you do (laughs) and then transfer it over. (laughs) I, I can't count the amount of times that I've downloaded an app and like, you like fat finger something because it's just not intuitive at all. And you're like, Mm. Oh, I just canceled everything I did. (laughs) Like, great. Start all over again. Yeah. So frustrating. Super frustrating. Yeah. It's a whole different topic of like actual UX design and everything. Oh boy. Where, where do we start? I know. And then there's the other way around of, um, people having really cool experiences on their, on their software, but then the marketing sucks and Mm. the website doesn't look like it. We have, clients that came to us because of that situation as well you you created this awesome thing you just don't know how to tell the people that are actually going to use it Mm -hmm. how awesome it is yeah they're like oh i needed this for my purposes so i made this app and then oh i know we get that all the time people people like i have no idea people don't know that they have a problem that this is a thing that they solve but once we tell them they're like oh yeah that is a problem (laughs) you do lead with that (laughs) yeah just call every potential person. Hey, you know you got a problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, I'd listen at least. Be like, is this guy threatening? Me? Am I dying? <laughs> uh, any other notes on that? No, no. I think we nailed it. Those were. 
four quick actionable. Uh oh, we have one last goodbye. I think oh. we let's just go out on this. Do you want to tell everyone bye? Bye-bye. One more time, get it. Say it in the microphone. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Remy. Bye. All right. <laughs>